This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to Amazing Business Radio with best-selling author and customer service and business expert, Shep Hyken. Shep will talk with some of the smartest thinkers in business to help make you more successful in your professional and personal life. This is Amazing Business Radio with Shep Hyken. Hello, everybody. This is Shep Hyken, another episode of Amazing Business Radio. Very excited, as always, to be bringing you another amazing interview, which we'll get to in just a few minutes. But first, I want to thank our sponsors, Salesforce, and to learn more about what they have to offer, go to our website for the show, www.amazingbusinessradio.com. That's amazingbusinessradio.com. And just click on the Salesforce link and find out what they're offering for us this week. So we're going to start off, and if you listened to last week's show, you heard something we've started doing, and that is a series we call Ask Shep. And if you go on Twitter and use the hashtag Ask Shep, and by the way, my Twitter handle is at Hyken, I'll answer questions in any of the questions you have related to customer service and experience in future episodes of Amazing Business Radio. So here's one that came in that I think is very applicable to what we're going to be talking about in just a few minutes. We're going to be talking about creating a culture inside the organization, a caring culture specifically. So this question that came in, uh, I'll read it exactly as is. You say a business should amaze its employees in order to amaze its customers. Will you elaborate on this? Very simply that, yes, what's happening on the inside of an organization is going to be felt on the outside by the customer. It's that simple. So what we want to do, if we're going to create a customer-focused organization, we look at the employees first because the employees are going to drive the experience that the customer has. Now, here's where it gets interesting because as I talk to some of my clients, they'll say, well, that's easy for the people on the front line to understand. That's easy for the salespeople to understand, you know, customer service support salespeople and maybe anybody else that deals directly with the customer. But how do I get the people who are deep inside the company, like the accounting department, to understand their role in the customer experience? And this is really crucial. You've heard me talk about this before uh, over the last several years. We need to make sure that everybody in the organization understands their role as it applies to the customer experience. And the way to do that is simply this. First of all, start with a journey map. That's a great term. I love the term. We've had Annette Franz on the show. We've talked about it. The journey map is what the customer experiences whenever they interact. So you create this map of a typical customer experience. And by the way, some companies might have four, five, six, seven different experiences. You might have a repeat customer. That might be a different experience than that first-time customer. You might have a customer's journey on what happens when they have an issue, a problem, a question, and they have to call support. So you map that out. Now, once you map out all of the interaction points that the customer is directly having with you, you start to look behind the scenes to the different departments within the organization that drives that touch point. So it may be somebody inside the organization that never sees a customer ever 
but still has some impact on what happens uh, on that touch point. Let me give you a quick example of this. Let's say that you uh, ship somebody a product and they open the product and they're really impressed by, by how well the product was packed and, and, you know, created a, a safe, you know, shipment where it didn't break in, in process. So what happens is the person in the warehouse that's responsible for shipping and packing and wrapping that up, they never see the customer. They never talk to the customer. But if they don't do what they do well, that product's going to break in the shipping process. And when the customer opens up the package, they'll have a moment of misery when they look down and they see whatever it is they've bought has been broken. So we let that person behind the scenes in the warehouse know you have a really, really, really important piece of this customer experience. You don't talk to the customer. You don't see the customer. You don't deal with the customer. But let me tell you what you do seriously impacts the customer. My favorite example that I always love to use when I'm talking about this in speeches is that if you ever have to take a flight and check your bags and you see your bag go down the conveyor belt, and then you land however long later, two, three, four hours later at your destination, maybe it's 16 hours later, and you eventually see your bag on that baggage turnstile. It's arrived. There's dozens of people that may have touched your bag. They scanned the tag. They made sure it got onto the right card. It was taken out to the airplane. Somebody took it off the cart, put it on the airplane. Somebody made sure it came off the airplane. It's like everything that got the bag to the airplane is in reverse when the plane lands and now has to show up on the baggage carousel. None of those people ever see or talk to a customer, but boy, do they have serious impact on the customer's experience. The person in the accounting department that makes sure that all the numbers are right before an invoice is sent out so the customer doesn't have to call and question the invoice. Big impact on the customer's experience. So you see, you want to take care of your customers, internal customers, excuse me. You want to take care of your internal customers. Those are your employees that you work with. Take care of them. Engage with them the right way. Create a culture that amazes employees, and that will transfer over to the customer. Again, what's happening on the inside of an organization is being felt on the outside by the customer. All right, we will be right back in just a moment with our interview. Don't go away. This is Shep Hyken on Amazing Business Radio. Good customer service is now an expectation. Don't provide it and you'll be disrupted by a competitor who does. So, what can you do to stand out? Well, that's the focus of my latest book, The Convenience Revolution, how to create a customer service experience that disrupts the competition and creates fierce loyalty. The goal is to reduce friction and be convenient for your customers. So if you're ready to take your customer service to the next level and disrupt your competitors, well, this is the book for you. To order the book, go to www.beconvenient.com. That's beconvenient.com. It's time for you to join the revolution, the convenience revolution. This is Amazing Business Radio with Shep Hyken. Hi, it's Shep Hyken back on Amazing Business Radio. I promised you an amazing interview, and that's what's going to happen today. Now, before we get started, once again, I want to thank our good friends at Salesforce for sponsoring our show. Just go to www.amazingbusinessradio.com, click on the Salesforce icon, and learn about what they have to offer. We all know who Salesforce is, an amazing company. All right, here's our amazing interview. Claire Bascott, who is also known as... Claire, the busy queen bee. As a matter of fact, if you go to www.busyqueenbee.com, 
you will see Claire's picture and everything you ever want to know about Claire. But let me tell you a really quick, brief introduction of her. She's a speaker trainer, and she calls herself, are you ready for this? I love the word, a coach sultant, like a consultant and a coach. But you put them together, and you get you get coach sultant. <laughs> It's, it's like trying to pronounce your last name, Claire Bosk Scott. Okay, Coach Sultant. <laughs> and, you know, she's known as the Busy Queen Bee, but she also is going to be known for this amazing book that just came out called Thriving by Caring. And it's really about caring about your, your customers on the inside, the people you work with and getting them all fired up. So let's jump into this. Claire, welcome to Amazing Business Radio. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be to be with you. It's 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 so cool. And I, it's cool that we're here. And you know, we have we hear the accent. So where are you calling yes. from today? Well, I am actually French. I know. But um, you sound I British, live, though. Uh, well, I've been yes. So this is the trick. I've been living uh, on a little island called Jersey, which uh, is situated between France and England. Um, and See, and, on and, this little... and I, I thought Jersey was just south of New York City. Ah, there you <laughs> go. You <see>. No, <laughs> there's another one, much more, um, much smaller, <laughs> with only a hundred thousand people in it. <laughs> oh wow, wow! And I say south. I'm trying to do my geography here. I always feel like I'm going south to Jersey, uh, but anyway, it doesn't matter. So we're going to a little island of about a hundred thousand people. It sounds like a wonderful place. It is. It's it's beautiful. And it's, you know, I fell in love with it when I was about 18 years old. Um, and then I traveled around. I did a lot of kind of seasonal uh, work. I, I went and worked in uh, in Orlando in Disney World for four years as well. So I did a, quite a bit of this um, kind of traveling around. And then I came back to Jersey 18 years ago and I kind of settled down because it's such a pretty lovely islands you know you feel like you're in a little cocoon really out, out here wow and so how easy is it to travel to be with your clients and do you do much of that i mean you're you're doing training and speaking uh, do you jump off the, you know where do you connect to well i actually um the business was built um, nine years ago developed as created the business nine years ago and i was really to actually fulfill the needs of that customer service and the measurement of the mystery shopping and that kind of things on islands. So, you know, there's a couple of other little islands around the around Jersey. So the need was there because otherwise we had to bring people from the UK. And as you know, different ben different territories, different uh, cities have different benchmark, different expectations. So when I set up the business, that was to fulfill our local kind of need. Uh, but a couple of years ago, I've started franchising the business. And it's how, you know, you kind of start growing what you do in different areas. So now I've got a franchise in Morocco and a franchise in Mumbai. Oh, wow. um, and yeah, so it's really quite exciting to have, kind of have developed, you know, the, the, the ser those kind of services that we we all need in, in other countries. So the same module, but then transformed slightly to make it, you know, to that particular country and their particular needs. So let's say I'm a client and you think I'm the perfect client for you. What will you do for me if I hire you? Well, I, I from from what and from what the book is all about, um, I think now the last couple of years I, I've been very, very into 
looking at the environment into the three elements of, of, of the businesses, really. And it's looking at, at the environment itself and how the environment affects your employees and affects your businesses. Now, um, by environment, then, what you don't mean like uh, the, 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 you know, the environment outside. You're talking about the internal environment, the culture? It, uh, so the the environment itself. So whether it's the workplace or the shop, the, the the retail environment. So wherever your employees are working in, how does that place? How does it feel to work in that place? So you know we look at the environment and we actually I, I actually do an audit of the environment, and to actually help the business to make that environment a more pleasant experience for the employees. So they want to come and work and their customers will feel happier as well. They will want to spend more money. They'll stay more because they feel good. Right. You know, I when like you walk idea. somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, you walk somewhere and you, you know, straight away you've, you, oh, you've got either a bit of a chill and you think, oh, I'm not sure. What's all that about? I don't, I don't really like that place. You don't know why, but there's something that makes you feel not quite right. Yeah. And if that feels like that in an, in a, in a, in a, in a shop in a in an office, you're never going to have happy employees and you're never going to have happy customers. So the first part of what I do is looking at that environment and then doing an audit of it and then helping changing some of those elements to make the environment better so we can look after the employee's journey and then we can look after the employee's uh, the, the customer journey. Right. So I have a friend of mine, Ron Cameron. I just interviewed him. A lot of people don't know this, but uh, this is amazing business radio. We also, I also have a TV show that just started not that long ago, just about a month and a half ago called Be Amazing or Go Home. Ron Cameron, who I interviewed, and I've got to get him on our uh, ABR show here. He has an award-winning culture that wins every year, best place to work, best, you know, uh, environment to work. And one of the things he said is, Shep, you know, um, and I'm, I'm the recipient of when they moved their office a few years ago, about five years ago, I was just moving into my offices here. And I said, what are you going to do with all of this furniture? He goes, well, there's no real use for it. I go, I've got a great use for it, at least a few, a few pieces of it. And it's really good. And his philosophy is that even the furniture, give them a good place to work. Give them yes. a comfortable place to be. Yes. I remember, you know, uh, my wife, when we were talking about, moving the office we were looking at things together and I wanted her opinion always want her opinion on everything right it's the right thing to do (laughs) and and I said so what do you think of this she says well it's pretty big it's very spacious do we need all this space I said I think space is going to make people feel better I think if we in our old office we were really outgrowing it we had cubicles right next to our bookshelves where we had all our products and people felt like they were sitting in a warehouse and granted we have a couple of those cubicles here but that area which houses all of our product is much bigger now. So you you feel like you've got space. And I truly believe the what you're telling me is true. I'm experiencing it and I love the way you're saying it. But let's mm-hmm. look at the environment and and take care of the people. You, you know, I've talked about this on the show before. The Ritz Carlton in Shanghai, when it took over the hotel, they had to do a renovation. And the first place they renovated was the employee entrance and the area that the employees, I, I don't know, if we, for lack of a better term, the, it's not a break room, but it's an yeah. area where the employees hang out. And they said, let's let's do that first. Let's show them that we really uh-huh. care about them. And, uh-huh. 
exactly it's bringing that care into it and that's what it's all about if you care about how people are going to be feeling they're going to care about you and your business and they're going to be loyal they're going to want to perform they're going to you know you're going to be saving so much money in recruitment in turnovers in sickness and all that kind of things so it's it makes so much sense to actually care first and then everything comes to you because of it i love that all right and the book is called Thriving by Caring. It's available on Amazon.com? It is, yes. And also, which is very exciting, on Audible. Audible? Audible. Audible. Yeah. Audible. Audible. Yes. So you can hear it, not just read it. I love it. We're yeah. going to take a short yeah. break. And when we come back, we're going to talk more about thriving by caring and how you create that internal culture that drives a better customer experience. We are talking with Claire Boscott. Don't go away. We'll be right back. If you like what you're hearing on Amazing Business Radio, and I know you do, then you can get much more of this information. All you have to do is go to my website, hyken.com. That's www.hyken.com. Fill out the subscribe to the shepherd letter form, and each week you will get an article that contains a business tip, stories, much more, all about customer service and experience delivered straight to your inbox. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to always be amazing. You're listening to Amazing Business Radio with best-selling author and customer service and business expert, Shep Hyken. We're back on Amazing Business Radio. Claire, we're talking about your book, Thriving by Caring. And uh, is there a subtitle to the book? Well, it's a bit of a mouthful, but I'll give it to you. <laughs> it's 10 business leadership principles for exponential growth in the 21st century through a caring service culture. Holy moly. Is that, do, you have to, <laughs> do you have to read that or is that memorized? Well, of course I know it by heart. No. <laughs> That's a long one. I know the one. last bit by heart. The caring service culture, which is the more important one. All right. And you had me with the 10 business leadership principles. I go, there's 10 of them. I want to hear all about them. But really, you've just talked a little bit about you know that environment. And somewhere you mentioned there are three areas to focus on. So what is area number two? So area number two is obviously the employees, okay. your internal customers. Um, and sometimes we kind of assume that the employees know this and you assume that they're okay and you assume that this and that. And, and, and we have to stop assuming. We have to make sure that we are really generally caring for our employees, that we are inspiring them, engaging them into our businesses and looking at that mission and that vision and really generally kind of bringing them with us towards that vision so they can feel inspired and then they can deliver that exceptional customer experiences. Right. So as I was talking about at the very beginning of the show when I did my monologue with the question, uh, and by the way, Claire, you may not realize this, we do a, a uh, on Twitter now, if you do the hashtag AskShep, and obviously my Twitter handle is at Hyken. Uh, I'm starting to answer all of these questions that people are sending in. And the question specifically that I answered today, let me get to it. Ah, there it is. You say a business should amaze its employees in order to amaze its customers. Will you elaborate on this? And I did, and I think we're now taking this to a whole nother level with the environment and focusing on the employees and recognizing that what happens inside the organization is felt on the outside, which Absolutely. leads us to number three. 
which is obviously the customers. The and customers. we need to remember, <laughs> if there's no customers, there's no business. Eh? Right. <laughs> so Steve Blank, who um, I don't know if he's an associate professor, or maybe he is a regular professor at the Stanford uh, University. I love his quote, you know, without customers, you don't have a business. So I think he said that. <laughs> I like it, though. It makes sense, doesn't it? Uh, absolutely. I mean, that is pure basics customer service. I mean, it's not even customer service. It's just pure business. Hmm. You know, if you have no customers, you have no business. So let's 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 put that into perspective and remind ourselves of that every day, really. <laughs> so talk to us a little bit more about the customer. So again, I think we need to be able to, and as leaders, um, and that's you know why it's called kind of thriving by caring. Um, as a leader, that you are very busy, you have a lot in your mind, and a business has got a lot of that kind of masculine yang energy, which you know you need to do things. Come on, let's do those figures. Let's do those objective. Let's get this. Let's do that. Um, and and by by being such so so focused on on the results and what's going on and how to achieve those results, we kind of forget to bring a little bit of that caring, that yin energy, to actually pose a little bit and actually ask our customers, "Hi, how are you doing today? You know how you know how can we help?" Tell me what you know. What what you need? You know how can you know make your experience better? You know, is there anything else that we can do for you? Can we generally care for what our customers want instead of trying to sell them everything and anything just to make the figures at the end of the month? Right, I get that. So, it, it, I mean, what you just shared to me that's common sense. And do you know how hard it is to get common <laughs> sense to become common? It's like, how do you scale common sense? <laughs> People that here, I mean, it's simple. You know, it's it's. Uh, I, I I saw a great T-shirt. Now here in the United States, John F. Kennedy, president, who, who back in the early 1960s, he had a saying: "Ask not what you can, ask not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country." Mm-hmm. And then I was hanging out a really incredible night. I'm going to name drop. That's like I'm name dropping celebrities. But in our world, Tony Shea, CEO of Zappos, is a celebrity. Oh, yes. And I had a great right. time. to. Hang, I got to hang out with him, and he wore a T-shirt. And on the T-shirt it says, uh, do not ask what your customer can do for you, but what you can do for your customer. <laughs> and he was wearing that T-shirt. I love it. He was wearing that T-shirt. <laughs> and that's exactly what we're talking about here. Exactly. Oh, brilliant. Yep. Yes. So yep. Uh, in the book, you have 10 business leadership principles that focus on this this whole caring thing. And I know I, I, I we've talked about three main areas that you focus on. Here's something that uh, there's a bullet point. I want to ask you about this. Uh, one of the things uh, we do is, and this is exactly what you've written here and sent us, developing unforgettable customer experiences every time they walk through your doors. By the way, walking through the doors is a metaphor for any way your customer decides sure. to do business with you, picking up the phone, um, you know, whatever it is. So yeah. unforgettable customer experiences, boy, that's a high bar. How do we do that every time? Because every time follows that unforgettable customer experience phrase. Can you do it every time? I, I think, again, it's about how well prepared you are. You know, how, have you... 
have you actually developed a customer journey? Do you know all the steps that actually your customers are going to take to to come through your doors, uh, if we put that in brackets, whether, like you said, if it's online or on a call on an email. So if you develop your steps, if you know exactly how, you know, this is going to happen, then the consistency come through that because everyone in the organization will actually know the steps and will be able to manage the step. And I'm not getting, I'm not saying that we, you know, things happen and things go wrong. Of course they do. You know, we're not robots. We're all, you know, human. But it's how you manage, you know, the things that go wrong. How proactively can you actually make something go wrong to make something go right? How can you connect with your customers and I think that's the biggest thing of all nowadays is to make a unforgettable experience is how connected emotionally have you been to your customers so I'm going to go back to a word that you used in about your third or fourth sentence and that was the word consistency yes Um, and I think (laughs) that you know yeah you want to uh, connect emotionally but you know, you use the word every time. And I believe what that means. And a lot of people look at that and say, well, that's impossible to do. And I, and I will be in your camp on this one. I will say, I don't think it's impossible, but we need to define what the unforgettable experience is. And that is when you've done business with somebody long enough, you can predict what the experience is going to be. And if it's one that you like, that's what makes it unforgettable. So people will say, and here I am going to use my, my saying again. I've used this before. Uh, you know, they are always friendly. They are always knowledgeable. Yes. They always return my call quickly. They always followed by something positive. Even when mm. there's a problem, I know I can always count on them. And that word always is, I think, what drives that unforgettable customer experience. And, and people think unforgettable customer experience means over the top. No, it means it's unforgettable. And that means you remember what happened the last time and you liked mm-hmm. it, so you want to come back. By the way, if it's unforgettable in a bad way, you're not coming back. <laughs> so I would say by developing a positive, unforgettable customer experience every time they walk through the door. And again, positive is they can always count on what they've expected, and what they expect is what they want and they like. Absolutely. All and right. that's why. And that's when you get loyalty, isn't it? Yeah, you exactly. And, and this is, it, yes. You're, you be, that's the point is, is when you create that positive, consistent experience, they want to come back. And to your point, they want loyalty or, or it turns into loyalty. Exactly. It becomes loyalty. Yes. So we are almost to the end of our interview. I always ask the one thing question at the very end. So here is your chance to share with us one more extra nugget of information that you say, oh, my gosh, our listeners have to hear this. Or if you want to emphasize something you've already talked about, that's cool, too. Go ahead. What's that one thing? Um, I think that one thing is about relationship. Everything that we do in, our, in life is about relationships. Whether it's personal or whether it's in business, we need to have, we build rapport around us. And if we can't build those relationships, if we can't, you know, generally caring about the people around us, we're never going to make it work. And so relationship is about caring. It's about building a tribe around us. It's about being together as a team 
you know, going towards the same goal and working together towards the same goal to give our customers, you know, the what they need and what how we can please them. And it's that kind of mutual mutual thing. If you give something to somebody, it will come back to you. Right. And I think that what we're talking about is we're all in alignment. The customer is in alignment with us and we're all heading down that that path together. So totally. Yeah. Great, great interview. Thank you for sharing your insights. Again, the book is called Thriving by Caring and um, it's available uh, at On the Island. <laughs> and, and on Amazon.com. And, and Claire, thanks so much for being on the show. You're awesome. Thank you so, so much for having me. Um, and um, I'm a great, great fan. So, you know, would love to come in and visit you in the state one day. And I hope do you do. Face to face. All right. So I'm going to say some French words. I'm going to say merci oh. beaucoup. Très bien. And j'habite Saint-Louis, Missouri. Um, which means that's where you're going to have to come and visit me. D'accord. Très bien. Très bien. C'est parfait. So, uh, au revoir, great. Claire. A bientôt. Et tout cela. And everybody, <laughs> that means goodbye uh, and, and all that good stuff. Uh, thank you again, Claire. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in to Amazing Business Radio. Until next week, when we have another amazing interview. This is Chef Hyken reminding you to always be amazing. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.